1: I'm great. How are you, Don? Um, Fantastic. Fabulous to be here. We've been in our new building all week. It's very exciting. Tables 39 and 40 have uh, just begun their journey through uh, the big tables and Live Out Loud, so it's very exciting. We've had a great week, and we are at week four, session four of the Cash Machine Reading Room. And uh, you know that you all had a little extra week in there to build more marketing and build more dollars. So again, we want to make sure that um, you are tallying up your money every week, and we'll be doing a polling question on how much money are you making every week so we can do a tally on cash machines. There also has been a survey that has gone out, and that survey, uh, it is absolutely – designed to really request your participation. We're going to be doing a uh, radio tour across the country, and if you would like your cash machine showcased in your local area, you need to let us know, respond to the survey. You can uh, um, uh, email in to do, 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 Where do we want that email? Um... Ooh, Don, any ideas?
0: Well, uh, let's see. The survey, do we want to send it to Amy?
1: Yeah, let's send it to Amy, amy at liveoutloud.com, and she will talk to you, see if you're a good media candidate because you have to be very bottom-line and sharp, and we're going to be on radio together. We're going to do 29 cities in the next few weeks. Um, it will happen at um, the time that we get the schedule from, with our media crew, and we will showcase you in your cash machine free marketing. All of you must sign up. So, um, you know, the other thing, John, too, is I'm going to keep a continual. It's going to take us a day or two, but I'm going to put up a media link on that reading room site so you can all sign up. Don't you love how we make stuff up in the moment with you? Because <laughs> we want you to get your cash machines out there. We want to help you make money. The whole goal of this is to help you get your cash machines moving. So, as you know, in session, you know, one, we have talked about, um, you know, just what a cash machine is and your skill sets. We have gone through really building the ideas and getting all those ideas up. Last week, we talked about modeling, finding that model company. So, Don, homework from Chapter 4 of the Cash Machine book. What are a few questions that are out there that people have been lingering, like what do I do uh, with the content on Chapter 4?
0: Fantastic. Uh, Darren in Sioux City asks, I am in a very specialized industry. What if I just cannot find a model company? Great question.
1: So, if you can't find a model company, here's what again: uh, you're you're probably focused too much on what I call the industry side, like you're looking for, you know, just a specialized, say, kind of chiropractic or tutoring or whatever the specialty is. So, I need you to get off of the special thing and get to more like a general concepting about what it is that, like, the model of it is: Isn't an it in-source, is an outsource, as we talked about. Um, is it a like monthly subscription? You want to find the model uh, for payment. You want to find the model for marketing. So the exact thing might not be like the thing you're ever going to find. But that's also fine. You want to find the business model. What is it that um, somebody else is doing that you could duplicate and bring in so you aren't reinventing the wheel? Again, the whole purpose of finding a model company or model per- person is to not reinvent the wheel so you get to cash fast, okay? So next question, Don.
0: The next question is, uh, my income varies a great deal each month. How do I revenue model that fluctuation?
1: Well, again, what I'm going to have you do, um, variable income is most of the people that are building cash machines on this call. So what I need you to do is, uh, as you get started, is use a 90-day average. Just, um what a lot of our folks have done, and again, once you pick the model, you want to stay with that model consistent, consistently, and um, I mean, again, you've got to pick it and go, so I would take the last 90 days, if you haven't made a lot, you take the last six months, but pick a, a grouping of time, and, and then whatever that average is, you got to take that number and revenue model it forward. The other thing that I would do is I would look at the individual line items of the revenue uh, than the variable revenue that you're making, like obviously there's some things that are selling better than other things um, that if you you know put some attention and put some better packaging on it, that might solve uh, your issue. Uh, I was working with several people this week at the tables and uh, you know, one of the things that I see with a lot of people who are doing service-based work is that the model they're using is sell one, then sell one, then sell one, then sell one, then sell one. That's going to kill you. You're never going to get sustainable revenue selling one, 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 one. So any of you with personal training, massage, psycho- you know, psychology, coaching, whatever the service space, I mean, dog walking, pet sitting, cooking, house cleaning, you want contracts for two, three, six months at a time. That will then level out that variable dynamic that you're feeling in your cash flow. Okay, so pick a model, but stick with it consistently. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to track your results over the year if you're using different indicators every time. So pick some indicators that work and use them all the time. So great questions. Again, we are going to move on. We, again, we're week four. We're going to go through Chapter 5 and 6 tonight because the next week we're going into marketing, then we're going into sales, then we're going to have a whole Q&A, and then we're going to come back and we're going to wrap up. So we have four big weeks. We have Chapter 7, 8, a Q&A, and then 9 and 10. We have a lot to do and a lot of money to make. So stay tuned, stay engaged as we move ahead. So on the next slide, Don, if you head into the third um, slide, for those of you um, that are on watching the webinar, planning to plan will not work. So, you know, there's some of you that I know are are extraordinary analysts. Now, that's a fabulous skill, but when this is about, like, your fastest path to cash, let's make some money, let's get on with it, planning to plan to plan is a huge slowdown. So I want you to move, move, move. You need to find some marketing and sales folks. In fact, next week I'm going to bring on Martha from Market Out Loud who has marketing and sales um, you know, solutions for you to help you move on and get some money in the door. And here's the other part of planning that I think is just an absolute detriment. You can plan and plan and plan and plan, but the truth is that your action is going to give you the results and those results are going to give you evidence and experience that you're going to want to tweak your plan. I find too many people in the beginning kind of sabotage themselves by planning to plan to plan, and it really is going to get you nowhere um, because you could spend a whole bunch of money, and then, you know, the world's going to give you feedback, which means you have to change all the stuff that you fixed and put into permanent uh, conditioning. So, for example, I wouldn't, you know, go get a really nice, big, huge brochure. I wouldn't, you know, tape a big CD and uh, hope it works. I would do more MP3 files. Uh, you know, wave files, i put stuff up on websites, I'd get feedback from your community, um, your customer base, and really make sure that your, um, your plan is based in the reality of what the marketplace wants, not on your plan. And here's, oh, here's another big one, that your plan is not based on your fantasy island dream, and you think it's a fabulous thing. I don't know how many people I've seen that, that they have to do their thing. And I said, does the world want your thing? And if the world doesn't want what you're saying, you're going to make no money. So base it on true results, true revenue, and then create. Use the money again in our bootstrapping method. You're going to use the money that you make to then link back and do it again. Right? Put your money back in your company and then build the extra website. Then build the extra brochure. So over the next three to six months, you'll get some nice marketing and put some money back in your company. I wouldn't start out that way. So, page 99, chapter five, the plan: mapping the best route to success. As you um, head to the next slide in the webinar, um, keep the plan simple. There are huge, elaborate business planning programs. Please get our program. We're giving it to you an extraordinary discount, Building, Leading, Protecting Your Business. We're giving it to you for less than 50% off, I mean more than 50% off. It's only $89. It's normally $199. And you can get it on the liveoutloud.com forward slash reading room link. And it's a four-hour, very quick business planning process. And in the book, we give it to you even more simply. And as you go down on page 101, we talk about, you know, to include the revenue model and the break-even analysis. I mean, here's really a very basic business outline: is what's the concept of the business? What's the opportunity in the business? What's the strategy of the business? Who is the team? Who's the operations? Remember, your team follows the plan. Uh, what are the financials? How are you going to future pace it? And then again, what's the revenue model and cash flow analysis so you really know that you have you know, the right things, you're selling at the right package and the right price points to hit your numbers. I don't ever want you to build a cash machine hoping you're going to make money. I want you to have certainty about the money, which is where your revenue model comes into play. So where your revenue model comes in is, I, if you're going to say, I want to make $50,000, you're going to divide that by 12, you're going to divide that by four, right? 12 months, four weeks, divided by five days, It's $208 a day. And then you can, again, back into how are you going to create? What are you selling? What's your thing that's going to make you $208 a day? And as you continue on, really, Chapter 5 is about a very simplistic, easy way to get the plan, right? So what's the concept? Some questions you ask yourself as I go into page 102 is what's the experience I want for my customer or my client? What do I want them to do? So go out of you know, the experience of typing and typing and typing, and just think, like, close your eyes and be more in a, you know, visioning process, which is what happens, again, linking over to that product called Building, Leading, Protecting. The whole first chapter is about visioning and a very specific process to create a visionary company. Also talks about your values. There's a lot that you can use to cross use the book and that program to really build a very, very succinct plan based in your values, based in uh, strategies and a revenue model and a marketing sales plan you know that's going to work. Um, As you look over on the next page, so the concept is, what is it that you're going to do? Is it, um, you know, the, uh, is it a photography business? Is it a, um, you know, tutoring company? Um, There's a company that's uh, coming live with us very soon. You're going to hear more and more about it, especially as you become a client of ours at the Big Table and the Wealth Acceleration Coaching Program, where you have access to learn more about direct investing. Um, It's a kid-safe browser. Uh, very cool concept of how do you keep your sa- your kids safe out online. Um, is it a premier car wash service? Is it a um, specialty dog sitting and house sitting combination business? I mean, what is the concept of your cash machine? Write it down. If you don't really know what that is, well, you all need to know what that is by now. Come on, we're week four. I'm not even going to give you a break on that. Got to know what that is. The opportunity so the second part of the plan, and keep it simple, is the opportunity. What is the opportunity that's out there? What is the marketplace need? And I think that is the truth and the fastest path to cash. Service-based businesses is the fastest path to cash. You know, if you want to build an invention and build a, you know, big network marketing downline, that's going to take you three, four, five months. Um, if you're an absolute rock star with huge database and what you say people follow, you might get it done in 60 days. But I'm talking about in the next few weeks, what can you do? To turn on a cash machine, and I'm telling you, service-based businesses are it. Um, there is enormous opportunity. There was a survey just recently done that said that 50% of the people over 50, right, which is the baby boomer generation, 50% of the people over 50, are looking to build cash machines. Using my words, but a small business. I mean, their portfolios aren't going to make it. They know it. We know it. They're going to live till they're 90. They were, you know, their plan was designed to maybe make 70. Maybe make 70 years old, and they're living 20 extra years. And the park and pray method of their investing strategy is not going to make it. So there is opportunity everywhere to serve the baby boomers um, of America, to um, serve entrepreneurs of America, uh, be a personal assistant, have a house cleaning company. Doesn't mean you have to clean the house, but everybody needs their house cleaned, have a cooking company. I mean, I keep mentioning these very simple things because these simple things make money, and they're easy to amplify the cash flow on. Um, I'm going to keep going through this outline really quick. So, again, the strategy is, you know, what's the strategy for you? Um, And it really – the strategy helps clarify the concept. The strategy is the actual plan of action um, that the business is going to take from concept to reality. So it's really – now you're going to take the concept, you're going to drill down into strategies. And, again, I want you to link back to the Building, Leading, Protecting because over there we lay out strategies and tactics in probably one of the most simplistic – easy way so you can map all the way down to daily actions at which those daily actions can become job descriptions. So you know what your assistant should be doing, your bookkeeper should be doing. What does everybody need to be doing because the daily tactics fulfill the strategy, the strategy fulfills the concept. Okay. Now, from that, you say, "All right, who's the team?" And again, those tactics give you those job descriptions. So it's very simple. It's a very—I um, call it a cascading method of building a plan in a very simple way. Is one feeds the other, feeds the other. So very quickly, you'll see in your tactics, "Oh, I might need an editor. I might need a web designer. I might need a bookkeeper." And believe me, there are plenty of people who take small business jobs all the time. I mean, in fact, it's a better revenue model for some of those folks. So. Um, don't think you have to bring these people onto your team full time in the beginning. In fact, I would hire you know, somebody else's cash machine to help you with your cash machine in the beginning until you're big enough to really bring a lot of those bodies in house for your own team and the operations of it. Financials, you have got to learn to run the business by the numbers. And if you don't know how to do that, you've got to come to our cash machine workshop. Um, we really drill into that a lot more. Work with a bookkeeper, work with your CPA, um, for those of you who are Wealth Acceleration and Big Table clients, there are several of these folks that are out on your resource list that can do this for you, where they can really help you build a financial model from a one-year, three-year, five-year plan that says, you know, this is really, you know, the track we're on, the kind of growth we're on, the kind of margins I expect, but it gives you what, you know, it, it, it gives you the frame so you're not guessing. Now, all you have to do is execute, and it's just so much easier build your company and build your growth that way. Future pacing, one of my greatest, finest leaders, I love teaching future pacing. So future pacing means you have to get in front of yourself. You know, the Stephen Covey model of, you know, day planning and all of that, it's great for employees. It's great to do ABC, ABC, I'm going to get up in the morning and think through my day and then do my day. That's good for an employee or someone who has a very, very simple one thing to do. It is not working for entrepreneurs. Future pacing has to work for entrepreneurs, and all of you on this call are entrepreneurs. So future pacing means you have to get in front of your life a week, a month, sometimes, depending on how big your cash machine is, you're getting in front of your life six months because you've got to get an assistant organized, you've got to get a bookkeeper organized, you might have joint venture partners. You've got to get so far in front of your game that as the game continues to play, you can back in and let them all know without having to micromanage every detail. Like here at Live Out Loud, I mean, we get five to six months in front of building our schedule before the next year is played because we have so many different instructors and coaches and teammates and joint ventures who have to get these dates on their calendar knowing that the next year, you know, games are about to be scheduled to play. So, again, it's future pacing, enormous leadership skill, critical for you as you're building your plan for the leadership side. And, again, revenue model, cash flow analysis, that's really making sure – that the full execution of your game is on paper. Um, You know how many widgets of what you need to sell at what price point, so you just execute that for enormous cash to get that cash machine rolling. Next slide, it goes really kind of to that opportunity, which is what's your unique selling proposition. And the reason that I want to bring that up is – It's really, really important that you understand what makes your opportunity different. Now, you might have a dog-walking company. You might have a tutoring company. You might have a web design company, an editing company. And it's exactly what somebody down the road might do. So what makes yours different? Like, I know that we're the most unique financial coaching company in the world. We're the only one that does it our way. One of our unique selling propositions is that we are the only company who have millionaires as coaches. We were the only company who actually grows their entire resource list and community through the use of joint ventures where actually the pie just keeps getting bigger and everybody gets to win. Like, so you have to come up with what are the things, like, if you're a psychologist, what's the things that make you different? Some of you out selling mortgages or mortgage-type items. Um, I know the group that, you know, we talked to at the Blitz, that promised to keep bringing up you, your, you know, your program um, with the United program. And, again, what makes it different? You've got agents all over the country. If you buy a franchise, what makes your franchise different than the next franchise? I mean, what makes your license different than the next licensee? So your unique selling proposition is something you really have to think about because that's going to be part of your marketing spin to bring in and drive your customer base. Now, I'm going to go away from the... uh, webinar for just a minute. So, Don, if you want to leave the What's Your Unique Selling Proposition up on the screen before we go to the next slide, I'm going to go back over to the book. And in the book, on page 110, 111, right, all the way through really buying franchises, partnering, all the way through the end, we are talking about building, fixing, buying, or partnering into a cash machine. So many of you have made your decision on your cash machine and ways to um, you know, elevate it could be to license or franchise it. It could be to bring in a partner so you can grow it. Um, some of you, if you for some reason haven't decided, what you may wanna do is, you know, obviously we're talking about building cash machines, so it's what I love to do. Some of you might think about fixing a cash machine. Um, I know a woman who's gonna go into a bunch of dry cleaners in uh, Michigan area, and she's going to get all three of them because they're all sort of broke, and she's going to fix them and then drive them as a cash machine. So essentially she's doing a double up. She's buying them, then fixing them, and continue to run them for cash flow. So each of you kind of has a different take. you know. Some of you like to do the fixes. Some of you like to build. Some of you want, might want to buy, and some of you will want to partner, especially you maintainer operators. You're going to want to partner into a cash machine. Because your desire probably to build or market or sell, the builders typically are really wild entrepreneurs, like me. I'm one of those. Like, I love marketing. I love sales. I love the build. I love the chase. Um, Some of you on the call say, oh, my gosh, that's exhausting. I couldn't even imagine it. You're probably a better partner person. And there's no better than position in this. It's what's the right one for you that's going to allow you to have the biggest life and most expansive experience in building cash machines.